Let's do Valley Girl. Let's go in blind on Valley Girl. No, the musical. Have fun watching it on your own. A different musical? What is it? It is a jukebox musical version of Valley. I mean, you've seen Valley Girl. Yeah. You know, this is a remake. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's that, but it's a jukebox musical now. Oh, okay. With, um. From just like Shake from the 80s? The Night from Christmas Night. Oh, for real? As the main character. And, uh, Alicia Silverstone as, like, the mom. Yeah, Because she's, she, she's not the original, but she's playing, like, the character. Oh, like shit. I'm sorry. It's not... No, it... She, is it yeah. like a Clueless reference? No, what it is is it's like a framing device where Alicia Silverstone is, like, the modern, modern day, day okay. version of her. Okay. And she's, like... So the movie starts with, like, her daughter being like, oh, I just, like, broke up with a guy or whatever. She's like, honey, let me tell you about this. <laughs> Through song! Had. Oh, man. And there's no, but there's literally in the trailer, like, she's like, let me tell you. And then it cuts to, like, they're at the mall dancing and singing. And the, the fucking daughter, it, it cuts back to one of the and like, sorry, you were running around the mall dancing and singing. And she's like, that's what I remember. <laughs> Of why did we watch this? The podcast where three friends watch a troubled movie, have a themed cocktail, and then sit down and talk about things we liked, didn't like, and how we would do it better because we're all such experts. Mm-hmm. I'm your host for this week, Lee Delahanty. I'm Chris Rebell. And I am Brendan Drishler. You sure are. Thank you. This week we're doing another mini episode, uh, and this is the point where we are recording so far in advance, where I literally can't tell you what we're doing next. Nope. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're out of ideas. <laughs> we're what we're drinking for it. So what I'm going to do is leave like a super awkward pause right now, and we're going to super cut, uh, super cut in. What is the word I'm looking for? Super, super impose. Impo- no, That's for pictures. I mean, just like yeah, cut in, drop, drop in. in. We're going to drop, drop in. in. Yeah. Uh, You'll drop some fresh audio, yeah. some much fresher audio of when we actually know what the fuck we're doing. Yep. And here we go. This is also when we'll talk about the movie we will be doing for our next episode, and that movie will be Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Oh no, not from 1991. <laughs> not the one you'd enjoy seeing. Yeah. Oh no, dear friends. This is the 2017. It's predominantly not- sort of live action <laughs> it's Beauty not, and the Beast. It's definitely not the classic, but it's, uh, it is definitely it is the undead resurrection of the classic. It's a simulation of the classic. It is a, a it copy is, of a copy. It is a spooky simulacrum. Yes. Uh, so that is 2017's Beauty and the Beast, directed by Bill Condon. Uh, you guys all know this movie. You've probably seen it. Everyone saw it. it made so much fucking money at the box office. It made a shitload of money. And the drink that we will be enjoying for this movie is called Bittersweet and Strange. And this is going to be two tablespoons of violet syrup, one cup of sparkling water, two tablespoons of lemon juice, and five ounces of gin. So you add gin and sparkling water to the glass with ice, gently stir in violet syrup, and add lemon juice last for a color change effect. <laughs> That's right. This drink, much like the beast, goes through a transformation at the end. The color will change. It'll be beautiful. It'll be delicious, we hope. I'm excited. I am. I, I mean, it has flavors we all like. Everyone likes right? these flavors. Everyone, everyone, everyone likes them. Everyone, no, no I just mean like the three of us. We all, we all like. The gin. three of us like these flavors. We like violets. We like lemon. I think it'll, I think it'll taste good. And also, it is, it is going to be the dead of summer, and it's going to be nice. It will be hot. That's true. Hot, very hot, as they say in Massachusetts. Wow, that sounded great. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to watch. Next uh, week. <laughs> you know, I've never seen... I'm going to find the longest Drunk movie before. title now to make sure that <laughs> it actually won't fit in the gap that you just left. Um, so, this week we have another episode in our series of Why Don't We Watch yes. This? Um, and this week, I had... This is one of the first movie that I put on the list, I think, from my... I actually have put a lot of these movies on the list, but I think it's one of the first ones, and it was one that you were interested in doing. Yeah. And, like... 
I hesitated to do because I like I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid, and I can't believe you watched this movie. As I a kid. I can't either. But what I, the thing is, like, I mean, it's it really me. intense, especially with that one particular yeah. scene. So the movie we're ta- we, we watched is Strange Days. This movie's from nineties. Mm-hmm. It's got Ray Fine, Angela Bassett, Julia uh, Lewis, Tom Sizemore, yeah, Tom directed Sizemore. by Catherine Bigelow. Catherine, yeah, and it's Written before she by, got really big by, too. By James Cameron, before she got Bigelow. Husband. Yeah, yeah. And did you just before she got Bigelow? Yeah, yeah. Well, and then okay. apparent, I just want to make sure that we got that. Yeah. All. It was a race to that joke. Um, apparently, this movie almost destroyed her career. I mean, yeah. it made no money. So it, yeah, it did tank hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, so here's the thing. When I put this on the list, I remember, like, really liking it a lot as a kid, and I haven't seen it in years. And the, as we were talking about potentially doing it, I was trying to go back and remember things about this movie, and the more I remembered, the more I was like, how did I not blink an eye? Like, what did I, like, what was, like, I mean, high school me, pre-high school, like, thinking, like, when I watched this movie? It's fucked up. There's no half measures in this. Yeah. It is full dark. Um, the sex is very hard to watch. The violence is very hard to watch. Yeah, and it's when those two first things combined, yeah, it's very I mean, hard to watch. Let's also be clear, it's less sex than just rape. Like, yeah, there's not, just like, there's not like, consensual sex in this well, movie. Well, there is in the visions he has with Juliette Lewis. Okay, yeah, the one scene where yeah. she's like... There's like a first-person like right, hot He's scene. on top of her, touching his lips. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so we should also say, in this, in this movie... So, yeah. There's a thing called a squid. Well, okay, I, let's just throw... It's a sci-fi movie. It's a neo-noir movie. It's basically movie. a cyberpunk movie. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's a, it's basically a noir movie. It's using all the... It, it has a lot in common with the basic noir tropes you're familiar with. And, like, the detective, the femme fatale, like, the sleazy friend, you know, like... There's all, a all PI. Those, yeah, all He's those things ex-cop. are, you know, the stock and trade of a film noir movie. Yeah. And so, like, nothing... You know, if you just say, like, that's what the basis is, you can kind of put together a picture yeah, of what this is about. In particular, like, the aesthetics of this movie, like, it is a very grimy, yes. <laughs> sweaty movie. It is a, dare I say, ugly movie. Yeah. It's ugly, but I thought it was ugly in an interesting way, and I think it was intentional. You are supposed to find oh, this I, yeah. world gross. Oh, I, yeah. I do think that this is 100% what Catherine Bigelow wanted. I don't like it. <laughs> well, see, that's what I'm wondering, though. I think the intention is to not like it. It's not... It is supposed to be hard to see. Hard yeah, to but I, Yeah, but I mean... If you're making a movie in a visual medium, at a certain point, you want audiences to look at it. I agree with that, but I guess I just I found it challenging in a way that was interesting. And I have made me no problem it. looking at Ray Fine and Angela Bassett in this movie. None at I all. I have a problem looking at Ray Fine's wig. That's oh, what about his wig? I, don't, I mean, it, well, his is like at least his is canonically a wig in universe, right? right. His gets ripped off at the end, so you're like, okay, thank God, thank God they lampshaded that. Honestly, thing. Honestly, when he kept showing up with Wait. the hair, especially when he was in that tux, I was like, what's happening? I with this character? and the first met I have bad wig sense, but yeah. I don't think it's a wig. I think that's his hair. Ray finds his hair. Yeah, no, I agree. With you. Oh, it it's is. supposed to be but his he's hair. Saying he wishes. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying no. I'm saying Ray finds is wearing a wig. I don't think it is. I think he is. Oh, interesting. I think he's wearing a wig. Hey, I, hey, I agree with you. You're the one that has strong wig opinions. You weigh in. I don't think it's a wig. It could be a hairpiece, but I don't think it's a wig. I, I mean, I'm saying it's the same basic principle. There's attachments. That's not his hair is what I'm saying to you. Interesting. I mean, it is hard to tell in a certain way, though. I guess maybe that was their way around trying to disguise wigs where everyone's hair is yeah. suddenly <laughs> seen. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps if everyone wears a wig, you can no longer tell when well, someone has the well, headpiece on. But it was also just like, no one's hair looked good, so it was hard. And I wouldn't... For the, I mean, there's uh, there's clear in universe wigs, and those are very yeah. obvious. But I think in general, everyone I think was wearing hair pieces. But just because like everyone's hair was so heavy and matted looking, and well, everyone was very sweaty, and it was yeah. it's a very like uh, 
it's a very punk version of the of the. So at the time, this movie is made ninety five, but it takes place ninety nine, and it is as if yeah. four years have not passed, and we're still doing grunge and yep. and punk. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel like. It was perhaps a mistake to set this in 1999 rather than going, like, way out. Like, you might as well go nuts, is what I think. Yeah, because, yeah like, I think like, that they're doing it because... For the millennium. Yeah, because, yes, because the, the sort of, like, end of the world's history ending and beginning again. And yeah. It's, like, very important for the plot. Which I, which I think ties into, to me, the most important plot line's theme of, like, getting that tape that, like absolutely confirms that these two cops shoot this rapper who is also like a very outspoken social activist, it seems. And it's, it's troubling because we kind of briefly talked about this Mm -hmm. a second ago that like, you're like, yeah, that is, I mean, it is like this, this opportunity to change the, the American landscape with this tape, mm-hmm. but the way it ends up being handled is they give it to like they give it to the, good the cop. one good cop, yeah. the and, who's nice and just, and just wraps it all. But up also, for them. they go a step further and say like the Death Squad the conspiracy. That's nonsense. It yeah. was just these two racists. Yeah, it's dudes. only two bad cops. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, else is okay. It's and like literally seconds after that, she's uh, Angela Bassett's character is like has to deal with these two guys mm-hmm. who are trying to stop the tape from getting out. And, and, her. and so she manages to like take them down when they're. They're actively trying to kill her and have shot like three or four civilians in the process. At least, and then other cops come rushing in, and before she can explain like exactly what happened, they all just start beating the shit yeah. out of her. Like just, just cop, just because they they walk in and just blanketly see like a black woman and like two cops that have been hurt. Awesome to the choir. It's a very wantonly violent movie. It oh, is, yeah. and it's like very lurid. I have to imagine, like I don't know that it, I can't imagine. I can't believe it really just has like an R rating, like. Really as opposed to NC seventeen, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess it's it intense in some ways that I was taken aback by. I just like can't. I don't know how you would if, imagine if you were like a survivor of violence or trauma or this sexual. Would like a thousand percent be this triggering. would be like the worst thing, to right? No, of course it would. Like, I mean, you don't care about violence, right? You can be as violent as you want and get an R rating. That's fine. The sex. We didn't I mean, see I guess anything. We've never really cared that much about rape and media, right? No, like, but also yeah. what I'm saying is like you don't really see yeah. sex, right? You don't see penetration. Oh my god, though, was that like a, a the level to which that the rape scene was it's taken? It's so Oh no, it is. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. I also just I'm think just saying that's probably why it gets away with an R. It yeah. was it was pushing for me the boundaries of like I, I, at, at a certain point you're beginning to fetishize this in a way on screen that is like hard hard to hard to stick with. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I agree that it was fetishized. Again, that's the scene that I was like, I can't believe I just like sat there as and, a. Is a teenager and watch this without, like, thinking much of it? My mind is fucking blown, Lee, because that scene, I was covering my face through parts of it. I just, I couldn't look. Yeah, I was reading Reddit because I didn't want to pay attention as hard to that part of the movie. I was like, I remember this enough. This is hard. But, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't know if that has something to do with, like, not having critical viewing skills in mm. that age and just, like, watching movies. But I, you know how I watch this movie is because something turned me on to uh, Ray Fine as an actor. Like, I figured out... This is what would happen as a kid, is I'd go to the movie theater at the store, the rental store every weekend, and I would, like, get two free movies. Right. One front nine cents, and i get two. And so, like, somehow I would, like, stumble on a movie on TV or something, and it would have some actor, and I'd look up who that actor is, and I would be like, I like this actor, I'm gonna watch everything. So I'd just go to the store, and I would just look for his name on movies, and so, like, Ray Fine was one. Uh, so would it just be like Jeremy you, Irons was one. Would it be like you just hand it over to your mom or your dad, and they would just get it out for you? There's no way we're, like, literally putting strange days on the blockbuster counter. Just for me, please. I wasn't that little. I was, like, 12 to 15. Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't, like, young, young. But, like, 
So yeah, I've seen another Ray Fine movie that's really fucking weird that I recommended to Faith recently called Spider. And I guess this is like, I probably saw a movie where he was like some sort of nice guy. Nice, <laughs> and then I watched Spider and it's some sort of horrific, like it's a David Cronenberg like psychological thriller. Um, <laughs> so I, I, this is how I saw a lot of the movies that like nowadays as an adult, I would never like watch because now I like look up everything about a movie before I watch it. And right. if it doesn't seem like something I like. Yeah, no, but like when I was a kid, I would just be like, "Sure, it has this guy. I'm gonna watch it, see what it is." What so a way to watch Strange what Days. What a way to discover this. Yeah, I do think like the things that gesture is at is, are interesting. I think it does some interesting things, but at the end of the day, the violence and the sexual violence is like stomach turning, and I mean, like I I find that fascinating in a certain way. That like I guess there's a bracing nature to this movie that I appreciate, but and I I think I overall did like find it interesting, and I think I like it, but. It is, like, it is tough to watch. Yeah, and I think that that could have been fine if the movie was tough to watch, but, like, I don't know why it's tough to watch is the thing. So yeah. We talked a lot about this movie being bloated, and so, like, I think there's, there's a bunch of ideas in here that are really interesting, but both of them got explored enough, but I could list a few. Like, the right. idea that, like, if this technology existed, people would just take things to, like, newly into newly twisted heights when right. return, because, like, you would just keep running out of, like, novelty, and right. so things would just... You- Keep jumping the shark. Yeah. And so maybe that is, like, so- something they're trying to say, but I really don't say much about that other than, like, here's a guy that, like, rapes a woman and then makes her feel what... Right, and you, like you would think rape. almost that, like, the fact that there's a crime wave going on in this movie might have something to do with that, you know? Like, yeah. perhaps because, like, because people want these crazy thrills of, like, you know, like, what it would be like to sneak into a liquor store with a gun and start shooting at people. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's why the crime yeah. rate has escalated mm-hmm. because people have kept recording this shit. But, like, it doesn't really tie into that. Like, it feels to me... There's kind of two ideas going on here that don't really tie together satisfactorily. But could have. Yeah, sure. Of course they could have. But, like, what I'm saying is, so you have, like, the one... You, you have, like, the Ray Fine subplot, which is all about, I don't know, like, voyeurism, perhaps, about, you know, a, a future where everyone is recording everything all the time, which is pretty on the nose. Well, and they push it a little further, too, right? Because it's also phys- physical sensation is recorded right. along with it. And well, and I, I'm, and, I, I have a lot of questions about, like, Lee and I were talking about this briefly, about, like, yeah. what are you feeling, really, during, when you're watching they, these? They, they at least state in the movie that, like, when you are, like, playing back someone's squid tape, that, like, if you open your eyes, you're still seeing with your normal eyes, and so right. it's really fucking confusing, so you have to close your eyes the whole time. But it's, like, so you, but you still have... So if your brain isn't turning off during that time, you, you can know still where you feel are. things with like, your you know, like, right, like, that's what hands. I was thinking with whenever um, Ray Fiennes was in the backseat of the limo. Yeah. It was just sort of, like, I get that why he's freaking out naturally during that scene, but also, like... Is she saying things to him? Like, is he hearing them? Like, he knows where he is physically He's in the car. He's responding to her. He, right. respond he does. Her. So, like, I, I, so I, I guess I'm just a little unclear as to, like, how much... It feels like it would be one thing... How immersive it is. Right. If this completely shut down your brain, kind of, it would be one thing. Yeah. But the fact that he is able to hear her and, to an extent, carry on a conversation with her is, is strange to me. I yeah. don't think you should be able to do that. I don't think... So here's the thing. I, I Like, there's that tape of the guy just running on the beach. Hmm. And, like... Do you would think for that to feel like truly exhilarating and freeing that you'd want to feel things like the wind in your hair? Right. Like, you I think don't think there should be like an entire like chamber that you put yourself in. Yeah. Can, like, shoot but I don't think that you can feel that. I think that you're still feeling yourself sitting. Right. In the chair. So like that's something like is your brain tricked into thinking well, that it feels those things? I think that's I what think they're that implying. You would at least feel the emotions. So yeah. you would feel like the guys feel like and when the you know when the guys like running into the liquor store to rob stuff, you would feel the sort of adrenaline pump. Right. And but also, whenever we see, so it opens with um, a robbery that we see, yeah. and like the guy doing the point of view shots jumps across the roof of a building to try and get away, and then falls and dies, and then we cut to like Ray Fines pulling it off his head because he's been the one watching this, and he implies that like because he's screaming about it, like that, 
like, do you feel the sensation of dying? I think that that's like, because they, they talk about that a lot. They call it blackjack or yeah. snuff clips. And I think because that it, it goes, it cuts to black. Things, yeah, so I think the, all that you're really feeling is the recording going dark because there's nothing to record because there's no more brain right. activity. I think that's, a, it, it would probably just be some sort of like, that to me is where it's tricking you into thinking that's what it's like to die. But what you're really feeling is just the recorder turning off, right. in a sense, because there's nothing else to record. And I think it's so shocking, though, right? No, it's it's shocking. Shocking. It's shocking in the sense that you're feeling a thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, bloop, you're done. Right. Yeah, it would be like if you... If you had a nightmare about dying, and then you woke yeah, up. Yeah, or if, imagine, like, you felt yourself going to sleep, except you were consciously aware. So you're just aware of, like, things turning off. That's a good point. It really would be kind of like having a waking dream. Yeah. But you don't, because at that point you're asleep and you don't know right. anymore. So right. it would be freaky, because you're just there and there's suddenly nothing happening. Like, right? So I guess that it's probably a sensation that, like, is unique to this movie that, like, can't right. be described, can only be described to us by how characters react to it, which is, like, icky and, like, creepy. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think Dream works pretty well as a description, which is yeah. just strange to me that at no point, and, and I, for, like, a movie that has, like, three beginnings that explains who Ray Fiennes is <laughs> and what he's doing, it's just weird that, yeah. like, during none of those, like, the scene where he's talking to that businessman in the restaurant, where he shows him, like, the film of the girl yeah. taking a shower, yeah. you think that's the point where he'd be like, it's like this, you know, it's like whenever you're having a dream, and then all of a sudden you, like, wake up suddenly at the end, you can be eased out of it, or you can be jilted awake, and but, so it's just like... But then they would have to take away from his extremely long introductory about, like, monologue. He is. He's the magic man, he's Santa Claus. I'm the wizard, he I'm the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I'm Cupid, I'm Jack Frost. <laughs> He's got a lot of metaphors on hand. Yeah, he does. Oh my god, though, but the, it goes on for what felt like forever. Yeah, it takes like a good... Uh, and cut. It takes like a thirty minutes for like the plot of this movie to really happen. Yeah, I think, and which it's is a long like movie. it is. It's two they, hours and twenty some minutes. Yeah. Because they have a lot of tables to set. They do, but they set them already. So like, <laughs> they set them once. Then someone goes over and is like, like knocks everything off the table. And he's like, all right, I'll put this back together. I'll put this back together. Yeah, the amount of time it takes to get that fucking tape that she puts in his car. Oh, my God. Yeah, then they tow the car. Right. And then that, it, yeah. was at, that was at least an hour. No, it's just like, back. there is so much you could have cut from the beginning of this movie to get things moving quicker. Mm-hmm. That is like my biggest problem with this. I do have problems with the fact that, like, like I said, well... What I had said earlier is that I think there are things that don't really tie together. On the one hand, you have the Ray Fiennes thing, like I said. On the other hand, you have the Angela Bassett subplot, which is more dealing with, like, race. And, yeah. like, I, coming from, like, the well, Rodney I, King riots and that sort of yeah. thing. And, I mean, and obviously there's, I feel like, there are, like, threads that relate yeah, to some of them. There are. Like, now. Yeah. So there's, like, the ra- there's, there's I would call it, there's, like, two mysteries. One of them is, like, Jericho One got murdered. Right. We and don't know by who. Who did? And then there's uh, Ray Fiennes getting a mysterious tape of a woman being, like, and it is the woman that wanted to talk to him or right. about something and getting raped and killed. two mysteries kind of tie together a little yes. bit. Like, they do sort of. But I kept waiting for there to be some other shooter drop with the cops. Like, that, that um, Philo had somehow, like, paid off the cops yes. to, like, take out this guy because he was so paranoid. Yeah. But, like, it never really happens. Like, they're just bad cops. Philo was a red herring overall. He kind of... I, I don't know that he's entirely he's not a red successful hair. red herring. Yeah. He's just like... I mean, here's the thing, too, right? Like, you know pretty much... You see from the get-go, one of the first scenes is the two police officers chasing what's-her-face into the subway. Yeah. So, like, you know, okay, these are bad guys, right? Nothing good's happening. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. He's running alongside the train and like, just busts Trying to, like, through. pull her head out of the God subway. Lord. And then you also meet Philo, who's like, all right, he's a real bag of shit, too. Like, right. It's like, so it's not a surprise when you find out that either one of them is involved in this. It's kind of a surprise when you find out that his sort of scummy friend is involved in this, right? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, not really. Like, you, I feel like if you watched this, you would kind of assume that he's probably not so any good. Because he's one of the first things you find out about him also is that Philo has paid him to watch um, Ray Fiennes' ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Whoever. Uh, so it's Philo's like, current girlfriend. 
Right, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, you find out that he's, like, he's kind of scuzzy and he'll do whatever he wants for money. Like, it's not like he has principles so much. So the fact that at the end of the movie, he is the one who's been masterminding this whole thing, it's kind of like, yeah, I guess so. Also, I, the well, big hint that they drop, they actually do drop a big hint, which mm-hmm. is that uh, the first thing, one of the first things uh, his friend says, his friend Max says, is like, oh, I had to get shot in the head and then get a cop pension, and then, like, later on, Tick says that the guy has brain injuries. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah, find yeah, yeah. And they're just talking about the recording. Yeah, that's and true. they gloss over that, and like not not once does anyone think like, "Well, I know a guy." With yeah, yeah incidentally, you, you know, I think you're kind of in plot trouble if Tom Sizemore has to like hold uh, Ray finds at gunpoint and just monologue like epic yeah, loads of exposition. I, I don't mind that because like every villain does a monologue, and like almost every villain sure, in these movies is going to do a speech at the end where I, they explain what they're doing. I feel like if you have to tell us most of what was happening in that one scene, you probably should have meted it out a little bit. More. Well, we did. He did. He knew. Yeah, I don't really have an issue with that. Like, I could tell it was him because also it's just like the process of elimination. There's so many characters. It's not going to be like true. another guy who wanders at the end be like, surprise, it's me, the person you never knew was involved. <laughs> and then everyone just stares like, who's this fucker? It is so, a like, list of thousands. You know who it is and because you also know that he had the scene with Philo he was like, what room are you going to be in? Are you going to be down in the club or are you going to be up in room 2203, whatever? Like, I got to know what room you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know that he has a vested interest in figuring out where this guy is versus where Juliet Lewis is. That's true. So like, it was pretty easy to put, you know, all of this together by the time Ray Fiennes gets upstairs and starts watching this video disc. Um, and I'm not, like, knocking you for if you didn't. I'm just saying, no, no, that, like, I, it. I think it's a pretty, like, it's, it's not a particularly twisty plot. Right. Well, and you would think for a noir movie you would want something that's a little more... I don't know. I guess I just felt like, okay, they're in love, I guess. I mean, they're not. They're not. I don't, she, she, like, she was she flat out like, on Lenny. Yeah, yeah. She was honeypotting him, clearly. Because, okay. like, at yeah. the end, she, like, hold, she's holding right. his hand up trying to stop him. That's she, true. I don't think she, she was, like... Yeah, she's I not really in love with it. I think that she, Faith, the character, is just very opportunistic. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think she's necessarily, like, still in love with Ray Fiennes, yeah. but uh, she's, like, doesn't want him dead. So how ironic, like, given her name. Well, I, th- I think she might have an attachment to Ray Fiennes, but she doesn't care. She cares about that less than she cares about advancing herself. Yeah, yes. yes. Agreed. Um, I just find that plot to not be as interesting as the Angela Bassett and racism one. I mean, like, I, the thing is, like, it's... What it is doing is making it... You need some of that, like... I don't know. So here's the thing. Like, it's very important. That plot is very important to figure out who killed Jericho 1 and why and what happened there. But it's like they they, they had this story they wanted to tell about, like, this rocket that gets murdered by cops. And they're like, how are we going to get there? And they think that, like, to solve the mystery, the big twist will be, like, we'll create a massive second mystery that's going to take up <laughs> half of the movie. Yeah. And, like, at some point, nobody thought, like, maybe we could think of a different way to get there. Yeah. Like... like no, I, I mean, that's, well, that's what I mean about, like, so it's, it's two halves that never quite coalesce into yeah. one perfect whole for me. I, I also think there's a little bit, like, and I'm not saying you can't do this, but I'm saying you have to be very careful. smart in how you do it, but um, I feel like it would be one thing to do a movie, like, an R movie set in L.A. in the aftermath of Rodney King mm-hmm. and the Los Angeles riots, where you have a story about two police officers who shoot a prominent black rapper, social activist, and then deal with, like, like, you know, who shot this guy? Who are these people? What are they doing here? I think it's another thing to, like, graft that onto your sci-fi noir story where yeah. you're also dealing with, like, voyeurism and sex and, like, all these other things. And I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying you have to be very smart about how you graft this very real, very contemporary issue into your sci-fi movie that's dealing with a whole bunch of other shit But as they're well. not really woven together. Right, and no, that's can, what I'm you, saying. You can yeah. definitely lift the two of them uh, apart from each other and have two serviceable plots each on their own. Right. Yeah. And you certainly, obviously, you can do, like, a sci-fi futuristic movie 
that's dealing with race relations. Like, I don't think we're all so optimistic as to think that at some point that's going to be all done. <laughs> sure. and we won't have any problems well, to worry about. And there's even like a fan, there's a definite like fantastical edge to like, and we caught the bad guys. Right. And, and all the other cops are good, so don't yeah, worry. Right. Like, like all the other cops driving tanks and stopping people. I, yeah. I mean, we do hit the limits, I feel, of this movie's worldview pretty hard in that moment because we're just like, Oh, okay. So it's actually going to be a, just a different, powerful white man who happens <laughs> yeah. to be good. He's like, also, like, to be fair, still kind of a jerk to her yeah. to begin with. Like, yeah. I get that she, like, accosted him. I mean, not even accosted him. She came up to him in the men's room. And I get that, like, you probably shouldn't go next to a guy when he's peeing and be like, look at this shit. But, like, nonetheless, he's like, if this wasn't New Year's Eve, I'd have you arrested. Yeah, he didn't or ask any questions. Yeah, right. Just, like, like pull her off to the side yeah. be like, look, like, you've got, like, five okay? seconds to explain your shit yeah. to me. And then I'm done. Um,. Here's I had some thoughts. Like, let me try to recollect them really quick because they were important. Oh, I read another article uh, about this movie. That's uh, I read a couple different like pieces that people have done about it, and one of the things that stuck out to me. Some of them were talking about the race in this movie and how like it's so a lot of people like not I don't want to say stupidly, but like some people called this movie prescient. But like no, it was timely. It's, and it's not, still yeah, timely. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. right, it's timely because like if you look back at, again, like I yeah. said, Los Angeles Rise, it's yeah, very yeah. timely. I think in that sense. I think the only thing. You, real, you, you should realize in that moment is how, like, very little we've come from that point. Yeah, right. so, like, it's it has become a cult classic, and I think that might be part of it, is that people are like, oh, that's like, it's like that now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but what they should be realizing is it's just, it was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it was, yeah, it's, it's just been, been like, like that. Yeah, it's always been like that, and you just perhaps started to realize it. Right. But the other uh, thing that I read about it that I, that I was interested in, in is how the, the guy talked about they don't get into... Besides, like, sort of black market drug use of this, like, experiences, they don't talk mm-hmm. about what are the other applications of this technology. I feel like this was probably written by an engineer or a tech writing person because their first I mean, thought was, like, James, James Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, like, James what? Cameron has, like, the story credit. No, I'm saying... The, oh, oh, this article yes. that you're writing. Uh, the person you. writing this review you. Okay. Was, ta- was, like, their first point of interest was, like, what else would this be used for? Because there are a lot of potential uses that they don't... And that's about, yeah, no, that's not the point. No, it could be used for, like, anything, right? Almost anything. Yeah. well, that's what they talk about. They talk about how Streaming. it was created by the feds for to replace wiretapping. Okay. So it was used for spying. Mm-hmm. But now, like, it's it can't just be used for that. And they there's, like, the only glimpse we get of that is that one clip of the amputee who gets to yes. play a tape where he has legs and is running on the beach. Mm-hmm. Right. And another thing, well, like, and a, a similar thing to that also is um, it's not really... I, I don't think the movie is really doing this per se, but the scene I talked about earlier where Ray finds is talking to that businessman in the restaurant. One of the things he says, like, maybe you'd like to be a girl. Is yeah. Like, so, which, so, like, this could also be, like, for, like, someone who's suffering, like, some sort of, like... It could be for someone like, is there a human thing. Right, someone who thinks that, like, maybe I actually am a girl. Oh maybe I would like to experience. What a and beautiful thing that could be, Right, too, and I'm also thinking, like, because he does, in the, in the video that he is watching, is a girl showering, and he is watching, he is that girl yeah. who is showering. So, like, I realize it's probably supposed to be, like, a sexy yeah. thing, where it's like, ooh, like, I'm touching my breasts. If you're an 18 year old girl, it's probably not sexy to you. Right, right but I mean, but also, you this is probably a girl who has paid money to be like, now, like, now the sexiest shower you've ever had. In your if, life. I'm like a, if I'm like a slimy businessman that like wants some sexy thing, like, that's not what I think of. Like, I don't imagine. No, I, I agree with you. It's probably like very low on the list of pornography. Even, but even as a slimy businessman, I probably don't think that 18 year old girls all have orgasms every time they shower. No, but it doesn't. But it's like, but that's like porn, though, right? Yeah. Like, you don't really watch porn thinking like this is what it's really but like. I, you watch porn because there's something about. But I see what you're saying, though. I think the version we're getting right is they hire like an 18 year old sex worker to like have a sexy shower but I I see this other version of that where I was like 
that's wow. why I was like for not just for that, but like for other therapeutic uses. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and like, even, like you said, the guy, and the guy who doesn't have legs, yeah. he like watches a video of a guy like where he is the guy running down the. Beach. He says hello to someone. Right. And, and it's just like like that's. Again, that's another use for this that we don't really get a whole lot of. This Certainly, movie. a happier use than. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. See. Well, again, this is like the grimy underworld. So, like all all it is that we all Lenny deals in is like just sort sex of like and violence. How you yeah. say sex, murder, sex, 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 murder, murder. sex. <laughs> James Patterson could have written a great trailer for this. Oh uh, yeah, he could have. <laughs> oh man, I hope him and James Cameron get together and write the sequel. Um, I think as as tough of a movie as this was to watch, I would still recommend it. It's I don't long, know that I would, but I I think it was an interesting experience. I did. Yeah, you did. So, yeah. So, there, we, we know where you stand. Than, yeah. I've seen it several times. Um, I, I think that there are a lot of interesting ideas here, but I don't care to watch this movie it ever again. It is long. It's a lot to it ask. It is very long. Oh, I don't it's think very it's long. It's very long. And it's very hard to watch. So, like, if you oh, want yeah, screamers, then don't see this movie. Yeah. 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 You even warned us. You said, don't <laughs> don't bring a full stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not even that, it, like, it's, it's more graphic sex. It's not really a whole lot of, like... I mean, there's violence, but it's sexual violence, so it's not like it's, you know, That's someone's true. head exploding, or yeah. someone's arm falls it's off. Not like, but it's the not sexual cool. violence is... No, like, and I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad, I'm just saying, like, really to bad. specifically tell you, like, what you would be yeah. in for if it's you watched like, this movie. It's not, like, nauseating, it's... it's well, like, I was going to say stomach turning. I guess it's... It the, is, but, but like, it's, like, it's not in the way that, like, gore is, you it's know, It's emotionally like, upsetting. Yeah, it yes. is. So, and, like, like I, I don't and need to see that. I don't care if I see it again. I think you I don't could have done I'm, it without that. I think too. you could have, too. Or I think you could have, like, implied some of it. Yeah, me like, too. I think that there is something I to be said, frankly, for Ray Fiennes just reacting to things yes. rather than yeah. showing you. And I also think, then, if he was going to then describe it, that could be really cool because then you kind of leave some of that up to imagination. Right. And you can still show a little bit of it. You can show, exactly. like, lead-ins to it. But, oh, God, just... You when know, you show him, like, blindfolding a woman and handcuffing her to a tower rack and, like, cutting off no, her no, shirt... No. I just... I it's couldn't, just, like... I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I yeah, honestly couldn't. I don't... I, I found it to be so upsetting that they're placing you, the viewer... Yeah. ...in... Yeah. ...in the, the, the POV of the rapist. And I, for a second, I thought, okay, is there, like, a similar, like, funny games point being made here about, like, the viewer's complicit behavior and, like, what you're seeing, but I'm like... I don't think that there is. I don't think there is, and it's just like, what is the point of 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 putting us in such a grotesquely upsetting situation? The whole point of that tape was to just, like, freak (laughs) someone out. Like, it was made to be upset. It wasn't made... It wasn't made with a voyeuristic intent. It was made to, like, scare the shit out of whoever was going to see that tape. I also think that, um, going back to, like, how long this movie is, I feel like there is a way you could probably re-edit this movie and cut it down to, like, a hundred minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Especially at the beginning. Like I said, the beginning takes a very long time to pick up. There's a lot of different introductory scenes. I think that there are so many elements watching the beginning that feel noir to me that I hung on to. Like, the idea that he goes into a club and Juliette Lewis yeah. is singing on stage. It's like, that's so, like, typical noir. Like, the femme fatale is, like, singing her, like, smoky yeah. song somewhere. It's like a grimy punk song. Yeah, when she's not wearing, like, any clothes. She's, she's like, wearing, like, weird mesh. She, she's wearing, string. Like a, it's, it's like a mesh. mesh. Yeah. No, but it's like a it's like a beaded slip. Yeah, but it's like macrame almost because there are, there's no fabric. It's right. Just well, okay. There's definitely there's yeah. definitely nips nips a poppin. There's nips a poppin. I don't know if I there's th- anything at the cross. I think she's wearing like a like, like a flesh shawl. Pant- okay, I was gonna like say that. she's wearing like flesh colored pants. I think she I think like, she covered up her like her business. Yeah, but not not the upstairs. She the covered upstairs, up her strange pants. The upstairs was out was out to play always. The nipples were just always there. And so, but like what I'm saying is that like it takes so long for these things to fall into place and it happens so oddly too where it's like 
I feel like I, I like he needs this Japanese businessman to get into this nightclub, but then like you don't really see this businessman again. And then he gets back into the nightclub by breaking a window. So it's like, why do we stop for this guy in the first place? You know, like couldn't he have just gone and seen Julia Lewis sitting on stage and like not left and come back and seen her again? There's, there's a lot of frittering around that I wondered at points. So I was like, I like it is an interesting world. I guess maybe they were trying to like cram as much of that in as possible, but it does feel extraneous and just like repetitive after a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think the movie doesn't really kick in too well until until the best it shows up, mm-hmm. for me at least. So I think if you she had... takes a while. She takes her sweet time. She's so movie. good, though. She is, but yeah. like, I, I think she needed to be in there a lot sooner. It's so not like, her fault. No, no, it's not. You know, she was like to set that to <laughs> <laughs> I'll show up, just keep filming, we'll just, just keep filming. We'll just write <laughs> yeah. we'll as, you, as you know, we are shooting this movie in order. We just, <laughs> we just finished the scene where Rafe got kicked out of the nightclub. Throw him back in! Throw him back in! I'll be there in two hours! Kick him out again, yeah. beat him up again. We have to watch him get so many beatings. He really does. Movies. So many. He does the Rolex thing so many times. Yeah. There's, For, that, there's that. Not point. really, yeah, because it's overdone. Yeah, there's it really is. I, like, I thought it was Such. funny, like, the one time where yeah, he does it, and maybe even the second time, but then he does it, like, a third time. It's like, okay. I, I was guess. like, that's not an effective running bit. Uh, but also, like, there's that moment, I feel like it's two thirds of the way through the movie, where uh, I think they're, like, kind of going into the end game of it all. And she looks up at Angela Bassett with a smile, but it's this most, like, broken looking, like, just, like... Still bleeding. His, his, his eyes are all, like, bloodshot, and yeah. his, like, lids are all red, and he's just, like, ugh! <laughs> and, like, he probably hasn't slept yeah. in 36 hours, and he, yeah, he's just had the shit kicked out of him from, like, morning till midnight. It was insane. Yeah, multiple yeah. bottles to the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not a very happy New Year's Eve for Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Um, he's looking good. That was... Well, it's debatable. I think it's looking good. I thought it was looking good. Yeah. I really love the hair. I think it's good. I was into it. All right. It's my aesthetic. Anything, any final thoughts? I guess. Um, we re- so, so it's a yes from you. Are you recommending it? Yeah. So no from you. It's probably no. I, I, would just, I think we could have done this movie for a full-length episode. Yeah. Because I feel like I probably could have pitched you a better version of this movie. And, like, even in my head, this edited version doesn't fix the fact that there are two separate storylines that don't really connect. Yeah. And it would cut a lot of the fat and get things moving. Yeah. Me too. So... I, I don't know. I, I like I, I like this premise a lot. I just don't like the execution, and therefore I don't care if I see it again. I think you're right, though. It is sort of a shame we didn't do this for a full length, because there is a lot to sink your teeth in here. Yeah, well, I deliberately didn't see it again for, like, ages, because I wanted it to be, like, fresh. Mm-hmm. So I, it's just, like, you know, it's a matter of, like, I didn't know the potential I could have had, because I haven't seen it in that long. I will also say, not that I'm, like, out there, like, seeing intense things all the time, but I did I did think at, like, one or two points in this movie, like, I can't believe I'm seeing this in a rated movie. Like, there is... Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, I would recommend it, but I would say, like, AJ... Look up what's in the movie. I yeah, like, like warning some, going into find it. Find someone that's written content warning. There is some movie. intense sexual violence happening yeah. yes. in this movie. So and if you do not want to see that, and I don't blame you, yeah. don't watch it. Yeah, because this is a lot going on in this movie that I did not know about as a kid. I cannot get over the fact that you watched this. Uh, probably, this is probably why I am so inured to this stuff now. I thought it was funny. Oh, you love watching your blackjacks? Yeah, I love watching blackjack clips. <laughs> I saw at least part of that... Juliette Lewis POV video from like early in the movie as a child. I remember it from somewhere, but I well, I don't like her very much in this movie. I don't. Either. I know that she's not like a terribly great actor. Like she's an okay actor well, she, with a limited range. It depends on like the movie and if the movie that movie's world like supports Juliette Lewis, right. the, the character. So like <laughs> it's just sort of like I feel like again I'm just going to noir tropes again, but like this needs more of a traditional femme fatale, and, and she's it's just not her. she's just kind of like this like. Sex pot shrieking, angry, like mess. Yeah, like like over sex, like. Well, 
also, I, like, what the fuck was her role in the thing anyway? Because I mean, like, her he, role, like, she has a role. I'm not, like... Well, but he kept saying, I know she knows something about this, referring to the... Well, she was there when Faith brought, I, Iris brought the tape back. Right, so she, yeah. Uh, she does know things She about knows this. about the tape. It's just that I, I don't think her character is well-written enough. Together. I don't think she's acted that well. No. So it's just, it could be something, but right now it's really not. And thankfully yeah. you have Angela Bassett there to, like... Counterbalance Juliet Lewis's really unappealing Messy character. Yeah, and so you've got Angela Bassett like doing a really great uh, female character. She also has like Angela Bassett has like stakes and motivation. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. I love. I love. Unironically, love the moment where she was. She just tells Ray Fiennes like, "Look, the situation with this tape and what it shows people is like bigger than you or me, and like this has to be seen." She yeah. gets a lot of good speeches. I like that too, and also like, um, I, I like that they showed the scene. Of how they met, where like yeah. she goes home and her her boyfriend or husband I can't remember who it is is like getting arrested. Yeah, I don't really know what he did. They don't know he's in jail for. Okay, she but just keeps saying like you did that in front of the children, like you yeah. did that in front of the kids, and so like you go into the house and like there's police everywhere and like everything's a mess and it's like oh no she was looking for a kid. Then you see like Ray finds is sitting with him on a bed reading him the story and the kids like perfectly fine. Right, and so it's just like it, it's this nice little moment and I'm glad we got to see that to explain like. How well, they, how, why she still is right? Like, why, is why, she's, why she she's a Which actually, shit. like, I do want to like just one final thing for me. I could have like I would have snipped off the kiss. I don't need it. I don't. Need oh yeah, they kiss. They kiss at the end of the movie, and it's a bit strange. I guess they yeah. sort of set up, but I prefer them having a, a like a an intimate friendship. I don't like. I, don't yeah, I, they have, I, mean, I feel like it it's doesn't not friendship from her end though. It's pretty clear that she's romantically attracted to him. Mm. I just to me, I feel like it doesn't matter at the end of the movie. Like once you've gone to the end, it of the doesn't movie, matter for the movie. But I don't think they're. I don't think that they. That friendship is like not friendship on both ends. Okay, like it's. I think the movie is definitely trying to tell you that she has unrequited feelings, feelings for him. I don't know. I feel like you could watch it and think that's not the case. You could, yeah. But I think that the movie's trying to tell you that. Yeah. With, like, that speech that she has about where he says, like, have you ever loved someone that doesn't love you back? And she gives this, like, very pointed look. <laughs> and says, like, yeah, I have. And it's it very much is, like, that's in there for a reason. Yeah. Well, I tend to mean also that she, well, she's also talking about, like, her husband or her boyfriend or whatever. Because, like, she's yeah. loved this person, then he, like, did something awful. He's in jail. She never saw him again. It could be. I yeah. mean, it could be. I don't know. It, it could be. I think it could be either of those characters. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. But, um, which, which I guess, you know, just is yeah. to Angela Bassett's credit. I don't. I, I, I could take or leave the guess. I think I'm fine with, like, hinting. Like, it's, it's for sure obvious that, like, he's. He has like some therapy to do about getting over this oh, girl. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, he still he has a gaping knife wound in his back. So like, oh my God, let's not yeah. deal with our romantic tension. Yeah, I love how he just like gets her out of the car to like make out with her in the middle of like I don't know where that was really. I guess not somewhere. somewhere. somewhere yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's still like bleeding from the back, and she's just been like, yeah, I know. She has like a wound on her head too. So like, with, like, yeah. like I don't know. Let's, so it's for sure not the time for that. Yeah, like let's have the scene. If you must have it, like let's cut to two days later in the hospital or something. Yeah, she comes in and sees. Like, if you wanted bed. to hint at like a potential off. romantic future, there are better ways to have done it. Yeah, have them, like hands in a weird way or something. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Anyway. That's our thoughts about the movie, guys. That's it's our a, thoughts it's a tough one. Days. It's a long one. It's it's weird. And these are some strange days. These are some strange days. Well, listen to us at dropback.com. Well, yeah, dropback.com is the website with all of our uh, various web- posts and episodes. Places. Yeah, facebook.com slash watch podcast is our Facebook page. Uh, you can Rate and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be back at you with two weeks with the movie. Two weeks with our movie titled And the Drink, which is a... Bye! Bye.